Hey guys, welcome to the First World Philippines podcast. I am your host Mike Grogan and today, wow, get ready for an emotionally charged interview with Grace De Castro. I did not expect this episode to go where we went. I'm so glad we did. There is so much in this. Grace is an extraordinary public speaker, HR guru, uh, one of the, the most inspiring women that I've met here in the Philippines. Extraordinary talented life coach, uh, career strategist, personal branding ex- expert, um, wellness advocate. Uh, <laughs> there's so much on her CV. But where she takes this interview, she takes it in places I did not expect. Extraordinary vulnerability here. Um, Grace is a single mother, and she talks about that in detail. I did not expect that's um, the direction of the podcast to go into that, but I'm so glad it did. Um, there is a lot of single mothers in the Philippines, and there's a lot of single mothers that are struggling, going through some very difficult times. And for single parents out out there, or those that know a single parent that are love a single parent, please take a take some time to listen to this episode. There is so much wisdom that Grace shares here. She she is very vulnerable. Um, she shares some of her own pain, and I think when people do that, it, it connects. Something beautiful happens because it really connects our, I don't know, maybe our spirits together, but it creates this beautiful empathy where there's a lot of wisdom that we're getting from from Grace in this episode. I always say in my classes, you know, words we easily forget, but stories, you know, stories can last thousands of years. And it's proven that the wisdom lies within the stories. And this is what Grace does in this episode. So thank you, Grace. Thank you so much for having the courage to share this amazing episode. And now, listeners, I want you to take your full attention. This is extraordinary, inspiring. Let's check it out. Welcome to the First World Philippines podcast. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of World Class Filipino, where we feature Filipinos around the world who are doing amazing things to make the world and the Philippines a better place. And I am right beside one of my favorite people Aww, in the Philippines. Now I have to go back, it was almost, I think, four years ago yes. we first met, I mean, first met Grace, and I was blown away. We shared the stage together at one of these, uh, I guess, HR events, yes. and by far, in my opinion, the absolute the best speaker of the day oh, is Grace. Very kind. Uh, uh, Grace has <laughs> got expertise in HR, uh, talent development, coaching, leadership, management, uh, <laughs> so much experience in corporate, working with organizations of different sizes, um, small, big, multinational, local. Yes. And I'm so excited to get into this conversation to talk about, well, we're going to talk a bit about business, we're going to talk about uh, topics of women empowerment, yes. we're going to talk about uh, advice you give yourself younger version of you. Ooh, okay. We're going, we're going to do some flashbacks. <laughs> <Ooh>, okay. <laughs> uh, so let, let's jump into a couple sure. of questions. So, so first of all, thank you for thank coming you to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so, I'm so, so thrilled. Long I'm, time coming. Yeah, it's a long time coming. Yes. So jump in straight away with, with the word success. When you think of that word, sure. who is the first person that comes to your mind? Wow. Um, I guess my children. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's anybody's answer. Um, for me, I guess because I grew up with, I don't know if you call it typical, you know, success in my gener- 
my generation. Mm-hmm. I'm giving my age yeah. away. Success in my generation was really all the trappings of it. I guess, yeah. you know, the car, the house, the yeah. travel, etc. Um, I never really, I guess early on I subscribed to that, but I sort yeah. of fell out of that very quickly. Yeah. Um, when I had children, it really was success for me is what my sons will say. Mm. You know, with whatever I do. And if I, and I know, I think I told you this before, mm. if I made this world a better place, if mm. they are good men yeah. as they get older, that is success. And yeah. that's why they're the ones who come to mind first. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that would even ripple down to their children? Yes, I would hope my uh, grandchildren yeah. would be amazing <laughs> grandchildren. Lots of grandchildren, yes. Yeah, wonderful. No, thank you. I love that uh, because, and the reason I asked that question is how how twisted the definition of success has become. Yes. And uh, I think, unfortunately, even by definition, it's looked as upon materialism, but we know that the emptiness that comes with materialism. So I, I really I love that yeah. answer. Thank you. I really do appreciate that yeah. answer. Um, have you, uh, in terms of your own inspiration, your yes. journey, there's been ups and downs yes. as it comes. What's been a favorite life quote or a life verse that has really, uh, you, one of the things you fall back to for wisdom? Okay. Um, it's, the, it's the one thing that I follow both in my professional life and my personal life. Okay. It's you always leave it better than you found it. Okay. So it's always making sure that you add value wherever you are at, whatever yeah. you are doing. So whether it's, and I always think about that, whether it's yeah. a small crowd of five people or 5,000 people, doesn't make a difference. Yeah. Preparation is the same. The energy level that I give is the same. Yeah. Uh, really because my goal is, you know, the people who walk in that door, when you mm-hmm. walk out, if you've met me, no matter how short or how long that interaction is, that there's always value that I bring in. Mm. Um, so that I never I never go into anything sort of half-hearted. Yeah. So I'm very mindful of the things that I choose to do. Mm. Comes with age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Comes also with age. You're, you're, you have a certain, I don't know, uh, reservoir of energy, mm. I guess. And yeah. what you put your energies on that expanse. Yeah. So I'm very mindful of that. So I yeah. always make sure it's always value-adding, um, whatever yeah. I do. And, and, and that's been a guiding principle for me. Who's been the, not everyone has these philosophies. Yes. This is your, one of the reasons you're here, you're very on the rare 1%. <laughs> and that's okay. a compliment. Thank you. I'm, I'm saying thank you. Okay. I, I want to understand who has been the biggest influences on your life. And oh. maybe we can, we can start by asking the question, who's your hero and why? Okay. Um, Yeah, but um, there's so many, mm. I guess, in different stages in my life. Yeah. Um, everything from, you know, my father, obviously you think parents, right? My mm. father, I lost my father very early on. Yeah. Um, but he had, a really, he had a very strong work ethic. You know, yeah. he worked for government um, for yeah. many years. But he retired when I was small because he wanted to spend time with me. Mm. So, you know, that was kind of nice. I was the yeah. fifth of, I was the last child. Yeah. So it's kind of nice. I had him a little bit more to myself than all my other siblings did. Yeah. Um, and so I think that made an impact because I did pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Walked away from a corporate career at the height of my career to spend time with my children. Yeah. So I did that. Um, and I've, had, I've been very fortunate yeah. to have had bosses, I guess, yeah. um, that were just amazing. You know, mm. uh, two people come to mind very quickly. My first ever boss at my corporate job mm. Um, was Eileen Araneta. Mm. Hi, Eileen. I'm <laughs> sure you're going to see this. Um, yeah. 
only because she shaped yeah. how I was. It was my first foray into HR. I have never been. I don't have a psychology background. Yeah. So I'm sure you're gonna ask that. I don't have a psychology background. Nothing. Um, mm. And she that was her one and only year in HR. She was always marketing. Her background is marketing. So when I met, the, the mindset was very different. It was very business driven. Mm. It was very understand what the business is, which yeah. is why I'm, as you say, I'm very rare. I'm different yeah. than, I, I'm not your, I, I hate to say this, but I'm not your normal, usual <laughs> HR <laughs> person. I don't mean to disparage anybody with yeah. that statement. It's just, I think very differently. Yeah. Um, so Eileen would be one because she was very, you know what? This is what we need to do. This is the end state. Go figure it out. It was really, I'm like, what? Yeah. Really? But it was never like hovering, etc. Yeah. She always said, if you needed anything from me, just go and you know, ask me and tell me. And I, you have my full support. Just yeah. figure it out. I thought it was amazing. I was like, yeah. really? I was 23 yeah. at the time. So that I thought was, well, that was amazing. That's my first boss. Yeah. So she wasn't typically HR. Um, another boss that really, shaped the way I think is my boss when I was in Shell. Okay. Um, Joel Esguera, who's also going to see this too well. Because for him, it was, and I remember being interviewed by Joel. Mm. And I was applying for one, for another job, one job. And he said, you're too overqualified for that. I have a job, but it's in Batangas. Do you want it? Mm. It's what? It's where? It's in Batangas. It's a learning manager. It's a managerial post. Looks like you're going to do well in there. Do you want it? Again, I'm this, yes, I have no, I will just say yes, I'll learn it as we progress, yeah. you know, but I'm that kind of a person. Mm. Uh, it, it sounded really exciting. So I said, yes, I moved to Batangas. Yeah. Um, I was, I don't know, one of two dozen, three dozen women in a group of 250 men. Yeah. You know, I lived yeah. in Batangas when there was no SM. Yeah. My age is really showing. So there's everything's there. And the one thing with Joel was it was never about it was always seeing potential and then just really supporting you to go and make your potential a reality. Yeah. Um and again that stayed with me and how I was as a leader, yeah. how I am as a mother even yeah. has really been shaped by these people. Because it yeah. was never about oh you need to have twenty years before you, you know, become a manager or you yeah. need to have fifty. It was really you have potential, we know you can do this, we will give you the support you need yeah. to make it happen, but you go and need to mm. work. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and that was, I'd never had that. Mm. I'd never seen that. The stories from everybody else was so different. You have to wait 10 years, you have to wait 15 years, I didn't have to wait that long. Yeah. And so that was amazing for me. So I actually, sort of, that was how I was as a leader. Yeah. Um, you know, I always sort of tried to look at where my, the strengths of my people were. Yeah. Um, and that's what you do and that's what you focus on. And you, you know, and I've always, it's always been about if your expectations are really high with people, mm. they tend to rise to the occasion. Yeah. And I always love that. So that's what I always like to do. And those were the two people who come to mind really yeah. early on who gave me that. So let's build on that. Yeah. And I want to pick on two hats that you wear. Sure. The, the two hats with a superwoman flair on both Ooh, of these hats. Okay. It's your role as a mother. Yes. And your role as a leader in business. Uh, for both hats, maybe your answer is the same or you can have two different. What's the best advice you ever received as a leader and the best advice you ever received as a mother? <laughs> hmm. As a mom, yeah. um, your children are different from you. Okay. They're not extensions of you. They have their own lives. And so when I, when I gave up the notion of 
my sons need to turn out this way. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, Dil Gould, you will be a lawyer. You will be. Because you see that. Because again, I grew up with that. Um, when I realized that, I just just really started seeing mm. just how good my sons were in different things. I've, I've two. I have a 14 year old and a four. Mm. It's totally different, right? Um, and so I realized that with my 14 year old, um, it's very smart, it's very intelligent. But much as I love that and I really celebrate that, the honors are great. Um, mm. What I do celebrate more is the fact that you know, people tell me he's a, he's a great young man. Mm. You know, he's kind, he's good, he is, mm. you know, he's, he's a decent human being. Yeah. I love that. I'd much rather, I like the awards, don't get me wrong, but I'd much rather that he's Character. not. Yeah, I know yeah. he's a good human being. Mm. I love that. Um, and so the best advice is that they're not extensions of me. Mm. They're their own people. Yeah. You know, um, so my job is to guide, but my job is to let him also find himself. Yeah. Uh, I guess same thing in business. If if I really now think about, I yeah. haven't thought about this before, <laughs> but if I really think about it, I guess that's really also one thing in business. Um, yeah. It's not one size fits all, I yeah. guess, whether as a leader or whether as a business owner, it's not, it's not one size fits all. Yeah. Um, and you need to be mindful of who you're dealing with, mm. what people need. Sometimes they need a, a firmer hand. Sometimes yeah. they need more, you know, more soft love than tough yeah. love. Yeah. Uh, and so that's both in business and it's as a mother, yeah. Yeah, you sort of, you are, the flexibility around yeah. that, I guess, is what's what's important. Yeah, excellent. I like that question. <laughs> I like that answer. Yeah. I like that answer. Um, this is linked. We're building on in terms of no, saying mm. no. Of course, um, we know that the path to reaching your potential involves this awareness around yes. saying no to the wrong things, yes. wrong people, wrong opportunities. <laughs> um, what is a time that you said no to something that maybe others around you thought you were crazy? Mm that uh, you did not have the support of the, your loved ones or Ooh, your friends wow. at the time you said no to something. Do you get personal? <laughs> what, yeah. uh, okay, no, I won't get personal. Let's go get professional first. Um, when I walked away from my corporate career, at the okay. height of my corporate career, yeah. um, no one could understand. And everybody yeah. just thought I was hiding my next job. Like could, you, could you explain the background sure. so that uh, okay. context, yeah. um, Well, actually, I, I had a very, very good career with Nestle. Okay. I was with Nestle at the time for about five years. Um, but I walked away. I can remember resignation. I didn't do a sabbatical. I walked away. People were thinking, why are you leaving? So the next step was either I was going to do an expatriation in another home or another role. I had just been promoted the year before that. Yeah. So it was like, what? What? Where yeah. are you going? Yeah. I got people asking, where are you going? Huh. That is where you're going. I think that I'm not going anywhere. That man, just between ourselves. Where are you going? Mm. I'm not going anywhere. And no one could believe that you could walk away. Um, it had nothing to do with. It was not so much the organization. Mm. Um, and I don't say that because I don't. You know, I'm being kind. Or it's not that. I mean, they're ama It's an amazing organization. Yeah. It just wasn't for me anymore mm. at that time. Yeah. Um, and it was so hard. To, I didn't even know how to explain it to myself. It just felt that the right thing to do then was to walk away. Mm. Um, I loved my role, I loved the people I was with, I just, and this is going to sound woo-woo, but you'll get this, my, my soul was dried up. Yeah. You know, I just was not, I could still do the job, 
Yes, I just my soul wasn't in it. The, the fire inside. That was in there. Yeah. So and I realized that. Um, so instead of you know destroying me and destroying the organization, which mm-hmm. I felt that was that was what was going to happen, um, I walked away. Mm-hmm. So I spent, which worked out really well because I found out after that I was going to have my second son. Yeah. So it worked out really well. So I managed to spend time with yeah. my then 10-year-old. Yeah. I had my second son. Yeah. Um, and for about, I don't know, about a year, less than a year, I was just mom. Yeah. I was just mom. It's just great. Not everybody, because yeah. I'm sure everybody wants that, but you know, there are a lot of women who want that, mm. who want to just take the time out and just be mom, mm. right? I managed to do that. Can I I'm just... Great. In the moments, the months leading up to that decision, sure. can I can you give us an insight of the type of questions you were asking yourself sure. that that helped you come to making the right decision? Okay, uh, I think there's really just one question. Yeah. Um, because I had spent more than 15 years sort of getting to that point, climbing that ladder, climbing that ladder, yeah. working that wheel, yeah. you know, just the proverbial yeah, you know those wheels yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, I. So you get the office, yeah. and you get the assistant, and you get the team, and you get the salary and all that. It's great, right? Like all the check, yeah, check, 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 check. Um, and I actually found myself asking, is this it? And I, and I know that sounds really, for a lot of people, it's like, you are just, excuse my language, bitch, why everybody works, everybody wants, and I got that. Everybody mm. wants what you got, you were there, you had the assistant, you had the title, you had the perks, you had the, you were working for the number one multinational in the country. Mm. Um, and I, again, I don't, I don't belittle that. I'm so yeah. grateful for all those things. It just, that wasn't my space anymore. Mm. And so the question was, I, it sounds really like a movie, but I was looking out my window in my Rockwell office and I'm going, okay, got the office, okay. Mm. And then, it was that, it was, and then, and I actually looked at where my life would lead. Mm. And the next one would be either, again, an expatriation, and I'd wow, Switzerland, ooh, right? Um, that didn't excite me. I know that sounds really mm. weird. Yeah. Um, but what? Switzerland doesn't excite you? No. No. Yeah. It really just, and I realized then I needed to get out because it was unfair. Yeah. You know, somebody would be very excited about that. Somebody could could really wrap their heads around it. Um, again, I just... You felt you would have to fake it. Yeah. And I could fake it till I made yeah. it, but that's... No, I just... It yeah. wasn't me. Let's build on this, because there's... For that, what you did yeah. was so unusual, <laughs> especially here in the Philippines, yeah. where... And help me understand the, the context here, sure. but is, is it true that working for a big corporate is celebrated. Yes. Becoming yes. what what you did, becoming an entrepreneur, becoming your controlling your own destiny is totally discouraged mainstream. Yes. There's very a tiny percent of people that are actually encouraging freelancers and entrepreneurship in this country, relative to what it should be. Yeah. Um how did you what was those conversations with your family who are <laughs> I didn't have those conversations. <laughs> That's really the honest truth. Okay. I guess because I knew I was going to hear it. Okay. And I didn't want to hear it. Yeah. So, so I just, yeah. it was conversations with myself. Um, and we've had the conversation, and I'm not going mm. to lie, it was, you know, it was nice and rosy in my head. Mm. I thought, yeah, you know, I'm going to get all these clients, and they're going to 
line up and mm-hmm. everything's gonna pull. And then you realize, well, the first three months, this is great, you have money, you know, your last pay, still okay. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, what's gonna pay for the Morocco bill? And this, yeah. is, this is not fun. Yeah. You know, maybe I should go back. And I did go back. I'm, again, I'm honest enough to say, yeah. I went back to corporate because I got scared. Yeah. And my, my, my little one was a little over six months old, I went back. That was a mistake. Again, not the organization, but yeah. B, it was just not. It was just the wrong fit. Yeah. Um, but you know, it was. I, I had to change how I thought. Yeah. So the con- my 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 favorite sister, who's also one of my my idols, my favorite sister, yeah. um, once said, "Do you know what you're doing? Do you know what you're doing?" Yeah. No. That was my answer. Yeah. No. She goes, "But why are you doing it?" I said, "I will figure it out." And I really said that. I mm. will figure it out. Um, again, the one thing, I guess, that drove me was the fact that my children were not going to go hungry yeah. because of me. That's just not going to happen. Yeah. So whatever it takes to feed my children, you do. Mm. So, you know, I will do. So, you know, I used to sing. If I had to go back singing, yes, mm. we will go back. You know, mm. if I had to do voiceovers, yes, whatever it took. And I was never one of those... Hey, but I already had this job, so I can't do that. I not. I was never one of those. Yeah. Um, so I did not mind any sort of work. Yeah. Um, but it was tough, and I guess it's that sort of craziness, yeah. resilience, if you yeah. want to call it that. Um, but my, but my why, yeah. my reason for doing stuff was very clear in my mm. head, um, and so I held on to that. Mm. And that's why, no matter how, all these voices, what are you doing? Mm. This is stupid. <laughs> Go back. You're not going to earn it out. You're going to starve. You're just, you know, your children are going to be, you're going yeah. to have to pull your children out of school. It got to that point. Um, mm. I was just like, yeah, but I, I refuse to let that happen. Mm. So you do what you have to. Yeah. There. So let's, let's build on this because yeah. we're picking on something. Because I would say millions of Filipinos are in a job, I won't use this language they hate, yeah. but let's use the language there's n- this fire is not yeah. there, which is ex- yeah. a feeling you previously described. So you've entered this uncertainty, and yeah. um, there has been the moments where you go back for six yeah. months. Um, can you explain the moments where you knew, I guess because now it's very different yes. than when you yeah. that first six yeah. months. Yep. Which I can relate to. That it's called, <laughs> called up and down. Yes. What was the moment where, whether you looked in the mirror at yourself, yeah. just one moment in private where you go, you're doing the right thing? Ah. Um, the, a turning point post yeah. uh, leaving the corporate sure. world. Um, huh. When my, it's always my son. See, my son, my eldest son is like my, 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 what do you call it? He's my magic mirror. If you have boy abundas, familiar boy abundas magic, yeah. he's my magic mirror. <laughs> Um, he actually, and I said, I told my little one, I said, you know, babe, someone's offering me a job. <laughs> his reaction. And normally he's really cool. You know, can, can I see the job offer? She, he, he's very involved that way. And this time he was like, why? I was like, what? Why is that reaction? Why? Hmm. And I said, well, you know, it's a job. It's really, do I have to save money so that you don't have to go back? And I was just really blown away by that, mm. that question of what do I need in my son who was at the time twelve? Mm. Yeah. What do I need to do to get you to stay where you are, to do what you are doing yeah. because I see you happy. And that yeah. were his that, that was his 
that those were his words to me. Yeah. But you're happy with what you're doing. So what do I need to do, mom, to help you? That's a twelve year old. It's very good. I was like, well, okay. Mm-hmm. And that for me was that was huge. Realizing mm-hmm. that he loved and I asked him, I guess why you know, it would be easier to have a regular paycheck, etc. And yeah. he's like, Yeah, but we're okay. Yeah. You know, and he was just he for him it was very clear. My mother at home, my mother doing stuff she loves, me getting involved in stuff, I'm good. Mm. You know, my mother bringing home my little my little brother to school. Me, he's that's what was important yeah. to him. So I that was such a huge yeah. ting 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 moment for me. Yeah. Because for my son it was like as long as you're happy, what does it take to keep you there? Yeah. You know, and adding value to the universe. What was I love that? What was the biggest change? in grace yeah. post <laughs> corporate so if you go back to that uh, younger version of you yeah. uh, versus the woman you are today what is the biggest change that you've seen between those two I ladies? have a lot less drama <laughs> 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 I love my drama I have so drama make me give me more drama that was my yeah. drama everything was just it's so difficult it's just because I love the drama yeah. you know I had a drama uh, the drama club in my high school yeah. for two years I loved it but Again, as you get older, you sort of strip away all the stuff that's not essential. Yeah. Um, so I don't have space for drama. Again, okay. both professionally and personally. So this goes back to saying no. Yes. Okay. So a lot less drama, and just I usually sort of ask myself, okay, can I? If there is something that's bothering me, can I do something about it? Mm. Yes, do it. No, stop worrying. Mm. Do something else. Again, I, the advice I always give people when they ask me is, you know, oh, I don't like this, etc., etc. I always say you have a choice. Yeah. You can choose your playground and your playmates. Mm. That's up to you, right? Yeah. So, and you can choose which ones are more important to you. Maybe the playground is great. Maybe the playmates are bullies. Yeah. Gotta decide if that's okay with you. In my case, I wanted to build my own playground. I wanted to choose my own playmates. Um, wasn't the easiest of um, mm. stuff, but yeah. once I again let go of all the drama yeah. and the the BS and all the I don't listen as much as well to the voices in my head. Yeah. Oh, they're still loud. Don't get me wrong. These are the negative voices. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's just, just, you're never going to get, you know, you're never going to be good enough. And you're, sorry, I think the women have far more voices in their heads. The, mm-hmm. I don't know what your yeah. voices then, if you have any. The voices in your heads are everything from, you're too fat, to you're too ugly, you're too, you're never good enough. Or you're so like this, or you're so yeah. ambitious. It's all these things, and I just mm. realized the louder the voices go, the closer I am to my goal. So go mm. ahead, go go voices, go louder. It means I'm just I'm just getting closer. Let's. This is you're touching <laughs> on something that so many young women yeah. face, and is the downfall of a lot of young men and young women. Yeah. There's self-sabotaging these yes. limiting beliefs what for you has been if it's a technique or a habit I'm looking maybe for something on a daily basis sure. that helps you fight fight back against mm. these negative voices okay. is there a practice that has helped you the most yes um, actually several that I learned mm. through people I met yeah. in business um, there's a prayer that I say every morning yeah. and I'm not a, okay let me okay let me warn I'm not very religious okay. in that sense, you know. I'm not the let's do novenas and all that jazz. Okay. Um, but I do mm. like to think I have a 
relationship with my God, whoever yeah. I believe my God to be. Yeah. Um, and I, I found, again, this is going to be a little too long, but I found a prayer that really resonated with me. Yeah. Um, and resonated with the stuff that I wanted to do in my life. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's the prayer of Jabez. Okay, I don't know if I've shared that with you. You did share there, that. that one. Can you share? Um, can you share with her? Sure. Um, the prayer of Jabez is brief history behind it is no one even knows who Jabez is. Yeah. If I were to ask people, do you know Jabez? They'd be like, some people would be like, they're probably he's in the Bible. Yeah. You know, he's not really known. He's not like Noah or like you know or like Job or whatever, right? Uh, but Jabez was basically he he showed up in a prayer in between um, the Lord's. Um, like family tree, yeah. this long history of family tree, a prayer came out and it said, um, now all of a sudden I'm looking at my and I'm now, my now going black. It actually says, um, oh, that you would bless me indeed and mm. enlarge my territory mm. so that you could be with me and that it's something to do with, you know, holding my hand so that mm. I may, I, you know, that you can keep me from evil so that I may, you know, that I may not do evil. Yeah. Okay, and so God granted Jabez his, his prayer. Yeah. And I just thought, how amazing is Jabez to go and ask? Because that's, actually, that's not our norm. Mm. Normally, even when we ask for stuff, whether it's for some mm. other person or for, you know, our mm. God when we pray, it's like, God, you know, mm. can I get a little, you know? And it's mm. weird because I, I always just thought, I realized you're just waiting to be blessed. Mm. You're just waiting to be blessed. Good Lord. Again, and I, my, I believe in a God that is just amazing yeah. and just rich and just wants to bless me. I just didn't know how to ask. Yeah. And Jabez was just like, he didn't even doubt. Like, yeah. dude, enlarge my, enlarge you know, my and, and, and yeah. I was like, what? And I just, and I, again, I realized because I was praying the wrong way. I was yeah. asking the wrong way. I was making I always felt, mm. and we read up about this, I always mm. felt when I was starting out, oh, maybe I'm pricing myself too high. It was mm. that, but I, re I knew I was good. Again, it's not, not for anything. I knew I was good. I know I put in the time. Mm. It was always, oh, oh, because I didn't value myself, mm. but Jabez did value himself. Yeah. Asked the good Lord to give, and that was one prayer. So I say that every, when I wake up, and I do like, man, I like open up my arms, and I'm like, God, I am so ready. For good stuff, and he works miracles, so I'm not gonna tell you. But yeah. I've had miracle upon miracle in the last couple of weeks, it's insane. Yeah. Um, that and what I really do, it's funny, I will smother my this is every morning, so I will wake up early before my eldest goes to school and I will smell my son. I will just he's 14, so this is like mom, can you mom? It's like that, but I he's very Filipino this morning, yeah, yeah, like <laughs> but I will hug him and I kiss him, and I'm very touchy mm. with mm. my children. Yeah. And the reason I say that is because it grounds me. Yeah. Um, again, it brings me back to my biggest why. It's yeah. making sure that I leave a world that is better for them, that is that yeah. will allow them to pass that on. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I don't know if I told you this, I said, you know, should they decide to get married, whatever, have a partner, whatever. Yeah. Um, my goal would be once that partner is walking down the aisle or walking down the table, they're going to take one look at me and be like, thank you. You know, because they know they're getting one of the greatest men. Yeah. That's, that, I'm done. I'm good. Anything else is gravy in my life. If I wow. get that, and it's be like, we're getting that. Yeah. 
that's my that's my wow. legacy. It's my children. Yeah, that's beautiful. So I always do that every yeah. morning. I love this. Uh, what would you say is the uh, on the topic of I guess this time maybe small changes? Sure. What is a small change that you made in your life that has the biggest impact on you? really deciding to be kinder to myself Well, be an example of kindness um, to self because I was just watching even my language yeah. around describing because it was always oh, I'm too, again I'm too fat I'm too this mm. it's, you're, you're just never good enough yeah. and, and I always sort of propagated that yeah. I was, I'm never gonna, so in my head but I always always be like no I'm okay you know, I'd always, again, the fake it till yeah. you make it bit, um, that gets old really quickly and gets really tiring. Yeah. And it makes you feel like a fraud very quickly. Yeah. Um, so for me, it was just, you know, I'm, again, my mother was a beauty queen in her younger days. I'm never going to look like my mother. We're done. You know, I'm yeah. just, I have accept. So it's that sort of acceptance, okay? Yeah. I am taller than my mother. She's not going to have my legs. We're good. <laughs> you know, everybody thought, you know, you look like your dad. Okay, that's a man, not necessarily what you want to hear when you're a teen. But now I'm like, I'm great. Yeah. You know, and it's it's that sort of acceptance. So that yeah. just being kinder yeah. and gentler to myself and realizing yeah. that, you know, there is I use this in my wellness coaching. Mm. Progress, not perfection. Yeah. I love you that. know, yeah, it's progress. So I'm I'm a work in progress and I like my work in yeah. progress. So. Can we let's there's a lot of young women that look up to you Ooh. and I want to talk about the, the young ladies in particular that are watching this that have these voices. Now, mm -hmm. the source of these voices can come from different places. Yes. Um, could be from instances of abuse in their own family, um, abuse by classmates, teasing, bullying, um, by perhaps I think males have a lot to do with it as well. Mm. Um, so there's so many extraordinary talented young Filipinas yeah. that have this heaviness in their heart yeah. and have these voices in their, in their head. So let's imagine you're talking to a, a 20 year old, 21 year old, 22 year old yeah. young Filipina who wants to go to the next level, sure. wants maybe, whether it be excelling in corporate, setting up her own business. Sure. She has a dream, but there's a voice in her head saying, Hindi puede. What's your advice to that young girl? Wow. Um, call me. No, <laughs> no, but no, you can't. Uh, yeah. But the one thing I probably would say is, and I know this sounds easier said than that. Mm. Um, change your thoughts, you change your life. Yeah. And for me, it, and I, again, because of all these things that are happening, so the tendency is to think, you know, all of the, uh, to think of all the reasons this is not going to work. Yeah. Right. Can, my, and again, can you flip it like a coin and just mm. say, think of all the reasons why it can. Yeah. Um, because, and okay, the one thing that worked for me was, what if failure was not an option? Okay. Because I, sorry, again, I have children. I'm a single mother to two boys. My children are not going hungry. Yeah. I don't, excuse my language. You're going to edit this out of my <laughs> language as well, but I just said, you know, I don't give a rat's ass. Mm. what everybody else says or what you know mm. and it got to a point where all the voices will not pay my bills mm. the voices in your head will not 
they will be the first ones asking money from you yeah. or celebrating you or becoming your friend again when yeah. you become successful. Yeah. Okay. Um, in my case, it was I have children. You know, mm. I am. I, I. There is nothing that's going to stop me from feeding my children, making mm. sure my children are okay. Mm. Um, and all these voices, they are just there because they're also scared that you'll leave them behind. Okay. Right? And, and they, those are not your fears. Yeah. Those are other people's fears being put on you. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so the one thing that worked for me was I had a really good support system of just amazing human beings mm. around me. Um, who were just like the biggest cheerleaders this side of town. You know, yeah. they're like, yes, you're amazing. <laughs> you're like, you know, that like after meeting with them, you sort of feel like, yes, I am. I'm Wonder yeah. Woman and all that. So they were a big, I was a big, big huge help. factor yeah. in you. Okay. And, you know, I found there were some people in my life whom I had known for a long time that got left by the wayside because yeah. they did not believe, mm. you know, and again, it doesn't mean you don't you you don't love them, etc. It's just From they a distance, don't they yeah. don't have a space in your yeah. life in your playground. Nope, no. they should not be anywhere near my yeah. playground. Um, mm. So and that was and I guess that the one piece of advice I'm going around in circles, but the one piece of advice for me would be just really ask yourself. Don't ask yourself how you can fail. Mm. Ask yourself if failure were not an option, how would how would life be? Yeah. How amazing would your universe be? Mm. Right? And what would you... Because if failing, like for me, if failing was not an option, you, you know, you pound the pavement, you do mm. the work, you do stuff. And it's because that's, that doesn't even register in my head yeah. as a failure. You know? mm. Does it mean I don't hear the voices? Does it mean I don't self-sabotage? On yeah. It's just I'm a lot quicker yeah. with dismissing that nowadays. So I love this. <laughs> uh, Thank you. Uh, this can be linked to what we previously spoke about, sure. but it's your favorite failure. Oh. So I define favorite failure based on a failure that happened in your past, sure. but you call it your favorite because you learned so much from it, huh. and you're a different person today because of that failure. Yes. Okay. Is there anything that comes to mind you're yes. willing to share? Yes. Go ahead. Having children out of wedlock, twice. Okay. <laughs> now, I did not learn, they're 10 years apart. Okay. So for anybody who would who would look at that, really, and in this context, I don't do this. In this context, um, in a in you know in the country where divorce, we're the only country with no divorce, you know, and every again, and I and it pains me. But with men, if they have lots of children with different women, you know, mm. yeah, man, you're like women with children. You know, more than one father. Oh, girl, mm. you are like used goods. You know, and mm. I've I've heard that said about me. Used goods, gamit na, etc. And I was, and there was a time I'd be like, hmm, you know, I did the crying against the wall bit, etc. And again, but you realize though, mm. they don't pay my bills, dude. Yeah. And have you seen my children? I'm sorry. Mm. Have you seen? If anybody has seen my children, I have really amazing children. Mm. And good-looking children to be. <laughs> they're really good-looking. And I'm like, I don't care. But and I've had people stop me in the street. So I know I'm not the only one who thinks my children are good-looking. So I'm like, oh, hi, you know. And I'm, but for me, it's 
people would think of it as a mistake because I didn't get married. And you got, really, Grace, two? You didn't learn from the first one? I had that. Um, do I regret the circumstances? Of course, to some extent, you don't, you know, you want to hurt people and you, mm. there's always this ideal that you grew up with. It would be nice to have a complete family. Mm. Um, but again, looking at my children, I realized complete is very relative. Complete is mm. different. Um, you know, just because we're different doesn't mm. mean we're damaged. Yeah. So. This is beautiful. Thank you for the courage to talk about this. Yes. Um, can we dig, dig a bit deep? Sure. And we can, we can have comments uh, about... Because one thing I have noticed, there is, I don't know what the statistics are, but there seems to be an extraordinary high number of single moms yes. here in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. And it's something that's not talked about mm -hmm. much. And there is a lot of negative stereotypes. Yeah. And there's a lot of injustice yeah. around that topic. And there's a lot of people hiding um, from responsibilities. And I'm <laughs> particularly pointing at the men here, um, that uh, a lot of men have failed. Yeah their women folk in this topic um, let's talk to a young single mom right now who's sure. maybe watching this she um, is in a situation where she's a single mom and she's feeling these negative voices um, she's hearing this abuse mm -hmm. from her own family which mm -hmm. is the most hurtful of all um, w what advice would you give her um, because who maybe she's blaming herself yeah. um, maybe she's feeling rejected mm -hmm. she's dwelling on uh, something that society calls a failure, mm -hmm. not necessarily God calls a failure, yeah. but society. Well, what advice, speak to that young lady Ooh, right now. What advice would I give you? Yeah. Oh, that you are beautiful and amazing. Yeah. And the fact that you have a child or you're going to have a child, oh my God, that is the, the biggest blessing in the universe. Mm. Um, and it will get rougher and tougher before it gets better. Okay, mm. and, and the, the operative word is, the operative statement there, it gets better, okay? Mm. But you will need to go through the shit. You will mm. go through it in your set with yourself, with people around you, you'll be bombarded with it, surrounded. Lucky if you're not, lucky if you have a family that is just, no, it's okay, again, which is not, not exactly the most common mm. in this country. Um, but I always say, you were blessed for a reason. Mm. Okay? Because the good Lord realized that you can do the job of two. Mm. That's why you got that. Mm. That's why you're a single mom. Because the good Lord said, you know what? Mm. You can do the job of two. This child that I'm mm. blessing you with needs you. Yeah. Okay? Um, and you just need to, you know, you ask yourself, yeah. what sort of life and what sort of world do you want your child to grow up in yeah okay um i've never hidden my story from my children when my mm. four-year-old starts asking mm. bring it on my son from a very young my eldest son from a very young age sort of knew uh, what was going on so he has a relationship with the father which okay. is great you know took us it took a long time to sort of get there yeah. um but again we we deal, we play with the cards we are dealt with. Yeah. Okay. Um, these are choices I made. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I take responsibility for the choices I made. You need to take responsibility for the choices yeah. you made. It doesn't mean you have to bury yourself or your head mm. in the sand. Okay. You are a mother. 
mm-hmm. first and foremost. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and sorry, but I would say you will be giving birth or you've given birth to a watermelon-sized child. There's no, there are not a lot of people who can do that. From a physical standpoint, that's just a huge blessing. The good Lord gave you that. Mm. Okay. Um, and just look at that child. Mm. Talk to your child and think when your child is, is older, what do you want your child or your children to say about you? The story. Yeah. yeah. What do you want to say about you? You have the power in your hands to influence, to, you know, to influence that and to change your story. Mm. You know, just because this mis- mistake, and I use that term very loosely, yeah. this mistake happened. That doesn't have to be your narrative for yeah. the rest of your life. Unexpected blessing. We can. Yes. We, I think we definitely need to change our words yeah. around. Not, no, as just as a society, um, because of the pressure these young ladies yeah. are under. And I think maybe, maybe I'd like you to talk to another group sure. of people. And this is the loved ones of that, oh. that young lady. Okay. So she's a single mother. Yeah. And maybe you're talking to her best friend right yeah. now. You're talking to her, her, her sister. Yeah. People who love her. What can they do okay. to support her? What can they? What's the call to action to? Okay. Yeah. For them. Stop telling her she made a mistake. She already knows. Yeah. <laughs> we already know. We knew from the minute we found out we were pregnant. We knew. So we don't need to hear that constantly. Mm. What we do need to hear is that you love us, yeah. um, and that you that there are, you know that, yeah. Though you wish things were different, that you will be there. Yeah. You know and. Being there doesn't, sometimes being there just means you just need to shut up and just be present. Just be present, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mm. don't need all the, it's going to be okay and all that. It's not, I don't feel that yet. You know, mm. at this point, especially when you're in the middle of all of that, when mm. things are happening. Um, so I, in, in cases where I'm the support around somebody, yeah. I've always, I've been known to actually just say, I'm here. Mm. That's it. You know, so whether it's a 2 a.m. phone call, whether it's I need an adult, I love my child, but I, I can't have another, mm. I can't have a four-year, I can't have a conversation with a two-year-old, I need a, fine, mm. you know, we, it, whether it's those, whether it's, you know, what sort of brand are we using, yeah. whatever it takes, yeah. you know, you just, for those who are around, for the support group, I guess, my, yeah. my, my one thing is, be a support, like yeah. really, and it's not the support you think this is the you know this is how it's supposed to look like. I will cha- I will make you, you know, I yeah. will make you holy. I will make you. We don't sorry. We yeah. don't need it. Yeah. We're 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 self-flagellating as it yeah. is. You know, we're yeah. more than we do that enough for ourselves. Mm. Um, we just need to know that we're still loved. Yeah, that's that was a beautiful way to uh, to share that. One final question sure. on this topic, sure. um, which I'm so grateful that we're talking about. Yeah. This is the first time we've actually had this conversation, and I've been waiting for a long time Ooh. to talk about this topic. Not necessarily with you, but as in general, yeah. uh, this issue in the Philippines. Your message to the dad, the father. Oh my gosh! Okay. So, <laughs> so let's say that he is. He realized he's a dad, and uh-huh. he's at a crossroads. Uh-huh. Um, let's call it do the right thing uh-huh. versus uh, what maybe his own family and his yeah. friends are telling him to yeah. run away from the responsibilities, yeah. which the reality is around the world, most men choose that last path. Yeah. Um, talk to that young man. Sure. You know, what message would you, you give him? Um, you know, you, you were part of making that. 
Sorry, just you know, dude, you were you managed to make it, you know? You go and 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 I don't like using the term man up. It feels like mm-hmm. I'm I'm degrading the men when I say that. It's just there are choices you make. It was not mm-hmm. the child's choice to be born. You guys made that. Yeah. Um, the mother did not make that on her own. Yeah. You know? I would like to assume in most cases, men, you were an active participant in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, it's if you can face yourself in the mirror, mm-hmm. if you can face yourselves in the mirror um, with whatever choice you're making, then I'm good. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and, I, and I don't make some people, some men really just can make babies but are not meant to be fathers. Yeah. And I don't again I don't mean to be to be hurtful about yeah. it. Some are, you know, some have great genes. Yes, spread them around. Why not, right? Yeah. But some are just not meant to be a father. Maybe not now. Yeah. Right? And and I'd much rather you grow up mm. on your own rather than go have a child in your life. You can't even properly raised because you're not grown up yourself. Mm. Um, face yourself in the mirror, and mm. that's, a, that's I, I, I'm now thinking if this were my son, <laughs> this were my son, mm. and my son comes to me and says, "Mom," or should I say, "Grandma," mm. so does that? I'd be like, "Okay," uh, I'd really sit him down. This would be me. I would sit mm. him down and actually ask him, "What do you want to do?" Because I will have ideas. Of what I would want, and it would depend on how old he is, where yeah. he is at, etc. Um, but again, my job would be just to tell him, I will be here to support you. I can mm. tell you what I think is the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, but that's your child, and that's your that's your choice. You need to be able to live with the choices mm. you make. So if you're good knowing that you have a child running around somewhere that you have no part of. Yeah. Um, you know, I can't tell you that's mm-hmm. wrong, um, but I will say this: it's you. You made choices. Mm-hmm. You make choices. Every choice has a corresponding consequence. Yeah. Um, and you, I guess you, that father, the story that his son, daughter, he can influence that story. Yeah, just know. like you as a mother. Yeah. So. But there, you know, and I, I, because well. <laughs> Only because this is my story with my second child. So, but for me, it's very. I'm very clear. You know, mm-hmm. some people they want to do quote unquote the right thing, mm-hmm. because that's what the universe, you know, or that's what everyone else is telling them to do. Yeah. Um, I'd much rather have somebody in my children's lives who are, regardless of what everyone else is saying, mm-hmm. is there because in their souls they know that this is what they are meant to be doing. Yeah. Um, not because, oh, because, you know, I want to have the title dad, or, yeah. you know, I want everybody to know that I'm, you know, I'm being responsible. And I don't, I don't need the checklists. I don't yeah. need, we don't need the external stuff. Yeah. You know, my sons couldn't care less about that. Mm. You know, what they need is someone who is their yeah. presence. Whole, you know, yeah. the, you know, and for me, it's just, just from a, from a, from a soul standpoint, you know, mm-hmm. that you're whole. You mm-hmm. can't, if they're not, taga, sorry, Tagalog, but kung hindi ka buo, yeah. if you're not whole yourself, you can't 
give that to your you child. Have, yeah. So yeah, so just don't practice. You mm. know, your children are not practice runs. Yeah. You know, so I'd much rather go grow up maybe when they're older and have that. And I've, I've seen that happen. When the kids are older, the dad's like, you know, I was an ass when, when you were younger. Had to grow up with you. Took me, I don't know, 10 years, 17 years, 27 years. Doesn't matter. But, you know, you need to realize yeah. there are, you know, pros and cons to doing that. But my advice is just face yourself in the mirror and do it for the right reasons. Yeah. Not for the reasons you think everybody wants you to do it for. Yeah. Wow, this is. Uh, <laughs> Should I hold on to your <laughs> bookcase? <laughs> no, this is uh, un totally unexpected, um, but I greatly, greatly appreciate you going here yeah. and we're talking about this. You've just in these last 15 minutes, you've given so much value to some young ladies and some young men watching this that need us to hear this. Yeah. Whether it's affirming what they already know or maybe giving them a new thought yeah. that they haven't thought of. So. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. So much you're most welcome. Thank you. Um, Allowing me to share. I, we have the last five minutes. Yes, go. We'll have to They're not going to take my car out. So that's <laughs> okay. Go. I know you're. It's okay. <laughs> I'll pay any fine. Yeah. Karis is going to be fine. It's exceeding the time. But this is where we're getting go so ahead, much go value go here. Ahead, go ahead. Um, your Philippines, your country, and <gasps> Bansamo. Uh, I know you've spoken in the past about your love for your country, mm -hmm. your vision for your country. What is your dream for this country and its people? Oh, we're so amazing. Mm. And you see that. Mm. I don't, this, that pains me. I'm going to cry. It pains me that I have to have a foreigner see that. I'm really crying. Ah, <laughs> hey, uh, because of, uh, yeah, I was just having this conversation with my son. My son goes, what's happening to the world? I said, our world or the country? The country's going to shit. That's my 14-year-old saying that. Mm. Um, and I worry what kind of country my sons will see, yeah. you know? And I want, I want to be supportive of my government. I want yeah. to be supportive. Of course, you know, you want to be supportive of that. Yeah. Um, they just make it very hard sometimes to do that, yeah. right? So in my case, I always tell my son, you, you get involved. And you get yeah. involved in the small things and big things and how you are. As simple yeah. as... And <laughs> He finds it funny, but I always say, you see people, which is my, my pet peeve, I see people throwing trash mm. from, from, let's say, like, you know, like the bus, and you see just trash, from, like corn cobs <laughs> falling from, I was like, from buses. I was like, what is that? And my first thought is, if this were in Singapore, no one would be throwing that. Mm. If I put this man in Singapore, dude, you would not be throwing that. You'd be so scared out of your mind that they're going to whip you because of bubble gum, etc. But because there is... There is there is um, strength behind the laws, I guess. There's power yeah. behind it, and you know that people will really, you know, yeah. go after you. Um, it's such a beautiful country. Mm. I guess it is also why I never felt the need to really leave. Um, you know, amazing people mm. in this country. Oh my God! I, I, again, I'm just not because I'm Filipino, but we're probably one of the most, if not the most, talented race I have ever met. Right? We can sing, we can dance, we can do both at the same time. <laughs> you know, just so many things we can do. We are so resilient. We mm. laugh in the middle of a damn storm. Where you know you're swimming and there's a camera and you're waving. There's no other country mm. that does that. Um, and the spirit of the Filipino is just amazing. So it pains me when when people think. Oh, hanggang dyan lang yung Pilipinas. 
hanggang dito lang tayo. Hindi tayo hanggang dito lang. Diba? Be, it's the stuff you put in here that makes you think hanggang dyan lang tayo. Hindi eh. Your shirt is perfect for it. Okay? We were meant to be world class. We were meant to be world class. I just don't think we believe it. I just don't, you know, a lot of people think, and sometimes you're, you're, you know, for other fellow Filipinos, sometimes they'll tell you, oh, kamasyadong ambisyoso. Diba? Kamasyadong ambisyoso. I'm like, why not? Libre na mamangarap, diba? Bakit hindi? But because they'd much rather, they'd rather not be ambitious, quote-unquote, because then you don't have to live up to your potential. So it's okay to fall short because you weren't expecting to be great anyway. Right? But... Can you imagine if every mm. Filipino, or you know, just you start with even our generation, the mm. next generation, just started living, you know, rising to the occasion, living mm. the potential. And I see that, you know, I'm hopefully seeing that with the next generation. Mm. I'm still not giving up on my generation. Mm. Um, and you just see that. And you just, it warms the heart to see that because you still see folks still fighting and you still see, you know, even just. There is so much we can do mm. if we just believe that we can do it. That's one, Opo. and the the last, ah, and if we believe that we deserve it, mm. because sometimes we think we deserve what we get. That this is as much as we deserve. We mm. deserve the third class citizen label. Mm. The we deserve the you know oh mediocre stuff. Okay, lang hanggan. At least hindi naman you know, you you sort of compare to. Like you compare, excuse my language again. You compare shitty levels to shittier levels, so the mm. shitty level is actually okay. So mm. you you say, yeah, because it's not as shitty as this one. No, 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 no. We're not meant to be shitty. Mm. This world, this country was not meant to be shitty. Oh my God, we're so amazing. I would hire Filipinos in any country in a heartbeat, mm. right? And you know, and I've been around. So this, we just work so hard and we work so well. Mm. But I just, I don't think. Pinoy's believe that they deserve great things. Mm. That's why we keep settling for shit. Mm. And I just I'm I'm so bothered. I'm really bothered by that. Yeah. There's so much more amazing stuff, mm. and we can do if you really just believe you deserve it. Mm. And who for you? Mm. Now this <laughs> is beautiful. In terms of today, yeah. Is there an individual or an organization? that just gives you so much hope about this country? Yes, there's the challenges, but is there something happening in this country right now that you... No, there's so many that you yeah. see. Again, I mean, it's just, it's funny that in, in my space, you see, you know, the work of Peter, Adon, Storm, you know, Storm Technologies, etc. Yeah. That's a Filipino, that's a Filipino organization yeah. that's doing great strides, it's being, you know, that's being heralded abroad, etc. You have rags to riches. Yeah. Um, how, how amazing is that? You know, you have Teach for the Philippines. Yeah. You know, Clarissa is doing that. She is, she's in Barack Obama's um, fellows yeah. now. It's Clarissa. Just, so you know that there are all these things that are happening. These, all these, there's so many organizations. Mm. Um, and I'm going to get in trouble for this, but I just say it. It's just political will and mm. leaders who will put this country first again before yeah. themselves yeah. and oh my god i just re- i just put it out yes i, I will put this yeah. out there for my children's sake yeah. just 
this is not the government, the country is not your personal playground. You are, you have been entrusted to care for it for the next generation. It's not to line your pockets or to yeah. make yourselves just better while everyone else is just coasting along mm. or worse. That's not, I don't know where we forgot that. Yeah. You know, I don't, and I don't know why we put up with that. Mm. In the first place, that we're okay with it, mm. you know. Maybe again because the shitty level is not as shitty as the shittier. Mm. That's why, right? That's why we say. And she's laughing <laughs> because you, you get it, right? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Well, is there um, just on this uh, one? Is there a, a Filipino piece of wisdom? So I'm looking for a Kasabi and maybe in Tagalog that's uh, from the past generations that you hold on to that gives you your inspiration for what this country can wow. become. Again, this is good. Why is this the the one thing that comes up that comes to mind? Um, this is going to get so political, Mike. So just, <laughs> ah, no, but the only thing that came to mind really is um, the Filipino is worth dying for. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I do think that, and I'm you know I'm not looking to be martyred. I'm not. <laughs> it's not that. It's really mm. just. You, I've never seen so much heart. Mm. In do you know what I mean? In in people in a country, um, and again maybe because I was born here, or I was raised yeah. here, but just the just the warmth yeah. of people here, and just the there is so much generosity of spirit okay. in this country. It's insane. Yeah. And sometimes we don't know. You were like, yeah, okay, you can go help you, you know, yeah. and we like that. And it's not because it's a nice. Oh, you're a foreigner. It's going to look good if I'm nice to the foreigner. It's not that. We're just, it's just innate. It's just who we are. Um, and the funny thing is now that I'm, now that you just asked me that, and I just asked myself, is the Filipino worth dying for? I honestly think most people now, or some people now are thinking, we're not anymore. That's why we settled for this. Um, no, I still think we are. I really still think we have greatness in yeah. this country that we have and it's not even potential because you've seen it you know what yeah. I mean you know, so the potential has been realized so you see it um, it's really just scaling that up and I, yeah. I can't even and I'm just saying this out loud now but do I really truly believe that this is that this country that that these Filipinos are still worth all the sacrifice or, that yeah. are, or are still worth you know being put yeah. ahead um, yeah, mm. yeah, I still do. I, I, I wish there were more people like us though who would believe that. Yeah. That maybe this, I don't know, trajectory we're on yeah. would reverse itself. <laughs> you know, I'd like, I still, yeah, I still believe that. Oh, it's beautiful. Second last question. Sure. <laughs> you, no. you may have already answered this question. Uh, and it's still related to the Philippines yeah. in terms of, but this time it's a billboard. So you can design a billboard with a message, yeah. and tomorrow it'll be read by millions of Filipinos. Okay. What would your billboard say? Wow. Um, oh, there's so many things. Right now. Um, you're worth it. You always were, you always will be. Yeah. Wow. No, why am I 
I'm crying about my own country. Oh my gosh. No, it's not actually nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that. That's beautiful. You don't have to explain that. Yeah, because I'm not crying. Okay. Okay. Give me a joke, Mike. Okay, I'll give one a one fun question before if you were to punch someone in the face, who would it be? I know, really? Oh my god, can we skip? skip? There's so many, I'm gonna get in trouble. With okay, that. what about that? W- one fun, uh, your guilty pleasure. Some, uh, <laughs> okay. Something that you do that other people think is weird. I used to, okay, now that I don't need to mark, now because I downloaded Um, I used to buy cheesy tabloids. Like in like really expensive US UK like hello people <laughs> star. I have tons in my house and I never missed a week. <laughs> they got really goofy. got really rich because of me. So I would buy that and anything to do. I know it's weird. Anything to do with the royals. Oh. So I was like glued to my <laughs> television set when Harry Mary Megan. So I was just yeah. not the only one. Yeah, no, I not was the just only like one. my guard. <laughs> Where's the dress? You know, and I, st- I have alerts on my phone that if Meghan Markle's name comes out, the uh, the article comes out. I love wow. them. Why do you think my eldest son's name is second name is William? Oh, <laughs> I didn't see the my, connection. Yeah, my yeah, it, well, well, also because it means defender of the faith, but really because I love Prince William when I was young. <laughs> He would have waited for me, but he didn't know. So okay. He didn't know. It's not his he fault. He didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Can't, can't blame and Harry's now taken. So I have to look for another royal. <laughs> no, George, you're too young for me, so I can't. No, but yeah, that's that's. It's weird because people who go to my house and see the magazines are like, "What is wrong with you?" There's like thousands here. I know, right? I keep them for the. I keep them for the articles here, right? For the younger version of you. Yeah, <laughs> for the child with it. So we've come to the end. Yes. Uh, I have one final question, sure. but I, I just want to acknowledge you. Uh, this has blown my mind, this interview. Um, we, we, uh, I always plan a, a structure before every interview, um, but you took us on different directions, and I thank you for that. Far better than uh, my original plan. You took us to a different playground, and you introduced us to different playmates. And I just want to acknowledge you. I really believe that you are a living example. This is why I have you on the show. Of, uh, of a young lady <laughs> who <laughs> is uh, shining the light for, for, I would say, millions of young ladies wow, that uh, are being oppressed right now. And that's uh, the state of our world that we live in. We don't talk about it enough. I'm glad you had the courage to talk about it. That's, uh, and especially men have played a significant part in hurting our sisters. And uh, you have done you're just a shining light it's just thank you thank you thank, thank, you. You. thank you for making the time to be vulnerable um, for what you're doing in the community what you're doing in business and what I think will be your greatest legacy those two oh, handsome men yes. handsome boys thank you and uh, boys that will become men and uh, I just loved your, my, that's, I think that was my favorite answer in terms of your own legacy and um, that you especially that visual uh, I just want to just share yeah. this this visual of their partners making eye contact with you yeah. moments before. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he'd be like, and <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's yeah. a very powerful I'm gonna visual. Get, yeah. so I'm going to get that. Final question. Yes. And it's a heavy question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this, is not, this is water. <laughs> it's not anything else. Okay. Um, it's your deathbed. 
Oh, okay, God. so we flash forward to some time, and it's for some reason everything you've, all your your trainings, your writings, they've they've been erased for some reason, yeah. and you have three messages to send from your deathbed to the people you love, yeah. um, to your children, to your grandchildren, extended family, friends, people you've met along the journey. Um, what is your three life lessons that you would share? Your tr three truths. Always operate from a place of love. Um, I, I have this on a broken board in my house, which mm. said, um, living loved. Just, Im sorry, just imagine if you knew that whatever you did, mm. you would still be loved. Yeah. Just imagine the stuff you can do. Well, mm. Just can you imagine? Like just if you knew, no matter what you did, no matter how big or small or insignificant you think it is, mm. that you will be loved. That there is someone there who loves you and supports you. You can do anything. Mm. That's one. So you operate from a place mm. of knowing that you are loved. Um, another lesson, again, which is my favorite, and I mentioned it earlier, it's always leave it better yeah. than how you found it. It is about adding value. Yeah. It is about making sure that you that anyone who comes in contact with you, personal, professional, whether it's work relationships or mm. you know life and love relationships, yeah. that they are that you don't destroy them. That they are yeah. actually better people for having known you, yeah. whether it's for a short period or a long period of time. Uh, third, <laughs> have fun. <laughs> have. Fun, the, you know. There, th it's. You know, I'm 43 this year. Yeah. Um, it, we had and I'm 43. Yes, thanks. And she's shaking her head. I love it. Um, and but I made that's a conscious effort for me because yeah. there's so many. It, you know, and I, it's not as if I don't take things seriously, but there is. I guess for me, there is a. I always like approaching things with wonder and awe and joy, um, and I and I that is a. That is a conscious decision to do that, yeah. because because the world is still beautiful. Yeah. You know, this country is still amazing, no yeah. matter what I may think or say, no matter how, what it looks like now, right? So for me, it's again, if you come from a place of enjoying, you come from a place of lightness mm -hmm. and 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 just genuine goodness and I think that's what fun really is about it's just mm. genuine goodness and it's just having that feeling of just you know having everybody yeah. enjoy what you're radiating um, again it goes back to my favorite saying you leave it better than how you found it and that's the best I guess, I guess that's the best that we can all do yeah. is to make sure that we leave this I'm on my deathbed <laughs> that I'm leaving this world better than when I came in and that's many years, I hope in the oh, future. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I intend to live till I'm 100, so uh, we'll see. Well, Grace, thank you from the bottom thank of my heart. Thank you, Mike. Um, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, guys. And, uh, yeah, please comment below any message you have, any feedback to this interview. Yes, we'll have all your contact details yes. for people. Because you made an offer to reach <laughs> out if anyone wants to contact yes. Grace. Um, an absolute gem of the Philippines. Thank you, God Mike. bless you. Thank you. Thank you again. Thanks. Thanks. Take care. Thanks, everybody.